Introducing new Moth Be Gone. Welcome back to WETT The Splash, the home of all your naughty little secrets. We are live from the scene of the accident, and the death toll has climbed to a staggering rate. In 1541, after a run-in with some indigenous Americans, Spanish conquistador Hernando de Soto was crossing the Mississippi River. And dealing with his wounds from this, he produced from his pocket a hemp plant and three Werther's Originals. Because I'm pretty sure they're from all the way back then. Now, today... My coworker Hector mm-hmm. has a hemorrhoid, oh. and I reached into my pocket and I produced black tie CBD. Oh. And yes. you, and you know what? He's he, I gave him. It was a bud, you know. It was from one of the beautiful, beautiful eights. Uh-huh. He he rolled it. He smoked it, and he said that his hemorrhoids sucked back into his asshole, and just kind of seemed to go away. Hmm. It disappeared, huh? Yeah. It was weird. It was like. It was like he said it felt like a shop vac hit his ass for like a second from the inside. You know what I'm saying? Like not like somebody hooked one up to the hole and turned it on, but almost like it came from his inner his lower intestine. Oh, the image I'm getting right now yeah, is just, just so disturbing. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah, it just pulls it all it pulls it all and kinda evenly distributed it up amongst his uh his small intestine. And now he could just, you know, he's wiping freely. Nice. And he's he, he's puffing like a conquistador. You know, and this was only possible with by black tie CBD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black tie CBD, folks. If you ever get into a fight with indigenous people across the Mississippi River or if you got hemorrhoids, you know, or oh. something in between the two. Those are the extremes in this life. There's a lot of possible things. Yeah, there's a really <laughs> a lot that can happen between those. So, you know, for any of those reasons... You can use stick one get ten percent off. They got all sorts of good shit. They got that fucking crystalline yep. stuff or whatever. Yep. They got the fucking the the like the wax that yep. looks like fucking a chemist made it. Yep. They got cartridges uh, if you're more of the pen smoker. The flower the flower you could trick somebody with the flower. You know? Like maybe it's the holidays. You know, maybe mm. buy a couple eighths of some of the prettiest black tie bud. And trick somebody with it. Yeah, you know, heck, even some of the ugliest black type. Give it, and that's like the ugliest is still gorgeous. You know, you like know? you know they have those. You, you ever met like a weed snob before? Yes. You know, like Plenty. people. I think people go through phases. I, I and I think because I've been high pretty much every day since I was like twenty one now. Word. You know what I'm saying? I got fired from the hookah lounge. Started working at Gergen Spoigels. I was like dating the girl that worked there. She was always really high. I've been high ever since. Yep. yep. Um, and uh, every now and then you run across these people that they just seem like they can't get high anymore from it. Which hmm. I'll, I'll I'll go through little phases of that, but it's never for very long. But then there's people who treat it like a fucking drug addict, but like in a snobby way. They're like. 
Oh, uh, well, n- nothing else is going to get me high, so I might as well spend like $80 on an eighth yeah. and call it fucking. There's like a weird elitism for it. Yeah. And it, like it happens, it happens with wax, too, of course. Oh, yeah. You know, where like there's certain I temperatures bet. you have to dab at. Like, you know, like you have to fucking heat your nail up for like one minute and 30 seconds with this size torch and this kind of nail, and this is what the atmosphere, like the atmospheric pressure of the room must be. <laughs> I always just yeah, torch the living fuck out of the thing. Yeah, and then you, you know? get it to where it's like a certain shade of red between fucking one thirty eight I and fucking maroon and <laughs> and like <laughs> and then, then you gotta set a timer on your phone, like for like a minute forty five and play like the tenth symphony from Beethoven. And then finally, <laughs> like as soon as the crescendo hits, you're supposed to dab. You're not supposed to go too fast now, but you're not supposed to go too slow either. And you got to have this little ball. It's a bunch of cunts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's way too much fucking uh, steps along yeah, the way, when real, for sure. You know, and realistically, like when we were dabbing back in the day, mm. you know, when it first kind of, it started to become popular around here and like we knew people that made it so we would yep. get a lot of it. And yep. this is oh, yeah. before people were using like vac ovens and shit. So That's like true. it was like black. Oh, you know, yeah. It was, like gro- it was yeah, somebody. Yeah, it's filled with butane. Yeah, so. it's, yeah somebody would somebody take like. Too. Yeah, like you take like two five gallon buckets and a bunch of butane and mm-hmm. fucking blast the goddamn bud with it. Yeah. And then, like a like a caveman scientist. Yeah. They would take that and they would just stir it a lot to release some of the gases and from the butane and shit out. Yeah. And like. Not good. No. So. Not good. And we used to, you know, we'd heat the nail up till it was way too hot, drop that bit bitch on there. We get high as fuck. Yeah, I don't off know of the, the butane probably, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, honestly. And off of coughing so hard because yeah. of the extreme temperature. Oh, yeah, dude. But what else do you want? You wanted bad. to get high? We were high. Like, yeah, We didn't true. have to make a whole fucking show yeah, about it. When you, like, a, like, lay it all out step by step and describe the process and the tools you're using, oh. it definitely, like... If somebody had never heard of weed before, it, I could definitely label it uh, that tier of weed smoking as like tweaker. Yeah. I just realm, don't, you know. <laughs> I just don't like it when somebody like looks at like weed or wax, and they're just like, "Nah, I'm not. I'm. I won't." Part-. Like if they wanted to get high, and then oh, they look at it and they're oh, like, "Nah, I won't partake." Fuck that person. It's like, yeah. oh, eat fuck dick. That person. Yeah, yeah, this isn't good enough for yeah, all. Like yeah. at least try it. Be grateful, ungrateful. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Like. I'm hungry. Here's a couple of McDoubles from the value meal. Well, I'm also uh, I'm not a mind. trash bandit. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Like I want yeah. steak. It's like fuck your steak, yeah. dude. You Eat said you were hungry. Fucking own dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. But I, I bet if you were to take a, I bet if you were to take some black ties <laughs> shit, and you brought it to one of those connoisseurs, those dumb assholes would think that it's regular yeah. pot. And that they high would fucking quality. dab it and say how great it was. Yeah, it's oh, off man, of the fucking. I, I could feel high off this man. Like, yeah, I bet you, I bet fucking you can. placebo and out on that shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucking ten percent off. At the same time, black tie CBD does make you feel good without the psychedelic sense. You know, yeah. I have definitely smoked a full joint from them. Uh, yeah, smoke whatever words, <laughs> um, and definitely felt like the calming effect take hold you know yes so in a way you are getting like a physical reaction from it you know yeah, yeah. but like I, I would the honestly like it just i prefer it almost over regular uh you know psychedelic like thc i guess yeah you know, regular weed you know no, i mean but i think yeah i would compare it to almost like the second half of the rush that you get from nicotine yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. Cause with nicotine there's kind of like an overwhelming like sensation in the beginning and then followed by like 
kind of like a light feeling you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh when you know if you don't consume airy. it regularly airy or yeah, uh, yeah or weightlessness almost in yeah. some way yeah exactly mm-hmm. like some people get it from like a blunt like if you don't actually smoke cigarettes or dip or something ah then yeah. when you try nicotine you're gonna get yeah. this like okay a rush basically yeah 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 and smoking a black tie kind of gives you that same relief relieving part at the end of that rush Mm -hmm. there's no like intense moment but you feel like the after of just being feeling like lighter and you know like it's so weird because you're not high you know what i'm saying it's or it's almost like getting out of like a sauna or something yeah like you just feel more relaxed Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but there's no like kind of rest uh settled into itself yeah like have you ever been taking a shit and like you, you get through a big part, a part of the shit, and then you know that there's something else there, but it doesn't seem to want to be there. And I don't push very hard. I don't want hemorrhoids. You mean like you have another log on the way or something? Yeah, like, or, or at least, or maybe even like a quarter log, you know, or you mm, just you know it's not over. You know there's a reserve in there still. Yeah, yeah. like it, there's definitely going to be another battle the at next one cannon's point. Cannons being loaded as we speak. Yeah, and then like you fucking. <laughs> You relax for a second, and you take a deep breath, and then all of like your muscles relax and shit like that, and then you just poop. <laughs> that's what black tie CBD is like. That's what it's like. Oh, uh, that's a bizarre experience. Yeah. <laughs> you never done that? I mean, like... Are your shits are all perfect? I mean, like, uh, no, not necessarily. Um, but, I mean, just like trying to remember that feeling, I mean, is a bizarre experience. Uh, you know? it's, it's one of those where it's just like, <laughs> you, you know that that was like 90% of your shit right mm-hmm. there that's already out. But you're just like, ah, oh, man, I feel like yeah. there's something there's something left. Mm-hmm. And but, then the relief of finally achieving the yeah. Because here's the, the thing is, I, I just I like I won't push. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just yeah. won't. I refuse. Sure. Like, I heard my dad make a joke about it when I was young, mm-hmm. like really young. Mm-hmm. Thick one, ten percent off. Uh, and he said, <laughs> Yeah, let's let's cut the black tie CBD yeah. in now. Continue. Let's keep it moving. Separate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just in case. I remember he he was talking to like my godfather, and he made a joke about one of their other friends that got hemorrhoids, and he he okay. said he said something like you know like after that like uh, he's like after finding out he has hemorrhoids I'm never gonna push again, <coughs> and I was young enough that that stuck with me. I think I must have been like a preteen, maybe a little younger. You know what I'm saying? So, I, like, I was firing them out. You know what I'm saying? I was a fat kid. I was sure, pushing sure. hard. I was You're putting... launching them. Yeah, I got my pants around my ankles, but my fucking knees up to my head. Like, I'm just going for <laughs> it. You know, power squeezing, holding bars and shit with both hands, sweating. But, uh, no, I was young enough. I was like, oh, dude, that's how you get hemorrhoids? And I remember that episode of South Park where Kyle gets hemorrhoids and Cartman gets an amusement park. <laughs> and, yeah. he, and he like keeps trying to hop the fence. And he yep. like pops his hemorrhoid. Oh, and, like, yeah. yeah and then, oh, I forgot about that. So like I just my only idea <laughs> for hemorrhoids was that there was something extremely awful. And when I heard like you can get hemorrhoids from pushing too hard when you poop, I was like, never again. Yeah, yeah. I have, I'm a fool. Yeah, I dodged a bullet with this one. Yeah, you know, like there's, yeah. it's one of those things. Like Big David get fucking hemorrhoids. Shout out to Big David. He's yeah, oh, got hemorrhoids David. right now. It's like Jesus oh, Christ, Big Davy, no. <laughs> and Bubbles, Bubbles gets fucking hemorrhoids too. Hemorrhoids, real bad hemorrhoids. It sounds awful. Yeah, honestly. that sounds. I don't uh, knock on wood. I have yet to have uh, hemorrhoids. Yeah, no, that, so. you know that's why I don't push. But yeah. sometimes, so like, I mean, like I don't fucking, you know, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the fucking. I'm not like some people do though. Alligator, yeah. bro. Some people do you though. Know? Some people you are... need to fucking eat some fiber and drink liquids, motherfucker. I, like, I remember one time. Goddamn. I think I was like maybe 14, and we had just driven to New Mexico. Mm. So like I hadn't pooped in like two days. Oh, the super constipated drive. Oh, dude, I thought yeah. it was it was gonna be one of those. It was one of those ones where I thought it was going to tear my asshole. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I was actually it scared. Was probably like it probably got completely blocked in there. Yeah. So it was like literally like if you pushed, you like it was like I'm not going anywhere, bro. I don't yeah. like you've made this wall now, dipshit. Yeah, you know? yeah. And like I remember at one point <laughs> like being scared. <laughs> like sitting, like, <laughs> like upset and scared on the toilet, just freaking out. Like, like oh it's, man, it's still I'm um, completely stretched here, oh, and it still man. keeps to be getting like this is bad. Yep. And uh, you know, you get, you get some power squeezing going right then yep. for sure. Oh, 100 percent. I there was the one time I've ever been like extremely constipated. Yeah. I guess this is a poop episode. A poop episode. Poop shout cast. out to shout out to Mike. Yeah, uh, for real. You know? We need. Motherfucker, I know we said this like every week now so far, but he needs to be back on the show yeah, yeah. so we can do a poop cast. Yeah. Because uh, he knows how to updates. talk about it. We need updates. He knows how to fucking talk about it. That's for sure. <laughs> anyway, so um, last time I got really constipated was at marching band, actually, when we were a kid and we we're at bean camp. Oh, um, yeah. But it was a string of two days um, where every time I got the urge to poop, we happened to be in fucking formation, you know, mm. and I'm in dead center or in the back, you know, and like you can't move. So I'm just like, well, I'm just fucking clenching cheek, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> for this moment, because that's I'm all you can do. Formation. Yeah. dude. I can't leave. You know, uh, I'll get fucking lynched. <laughs> otherwise, you really or hazed yeah. or yeah, anything. Yeah. Um, you know what it was? But uh, I think I think something that stood for us a lot was that that kid. Let spiders crawl all over his face. Yeah, just to not break formation. Yeah, so when that you, was the standard. After yeah, that. yeah. So once you know that somebody that a program went and did that, you're like, well, I can't leave to yeah. poop. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and uh, and the band teacher, our band teacher, was very like he announced that to us. You yeah, know? he was like, yeah, like don't fucking leave formational. Fucking yeah. kick your ass, motherfuckers. Do this. Like he he announced that story to all yeah. these kids. Yeah. you know, so like, he knew is, what he was doing. This is what a real one is. He Pussies. Yeah, don't yeah, be a fucking cunt. Don't fuck with me. Little cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So every single time that I needed to fucking poop was the time that I was in formation. Yeah. And then by the time I was out of formation, I didn't need to go, and we had to go do something immediately afterwards. So I was mm. like, all right, it's fine. Maybe like an an hour or two when I get the chance again, I'll go and try. You know. Yeah. And then I just completely forget about it because the body like, all right, we're just. <laughs> You know, just uh, fucking, yeah, yeah. I just huck this back up into my intestines. Like you that know? vacuum for Hector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exa- exactly. Um, and then I remember finally my stomach was getting upset because I was getting backed up. And it was like the third, maybe like the end of the second evening. I'm sleeping and I'm like, oh, my stomach hurts so bad. I got to figure something out, you know. Yeah. So I get up and it's the middle of the fucking night. Everyone's sleeping and I just have... I go on a journey <laughs> for yeah, like yeah. A, I think like thirty minutes or so. Like it's uh, the first like twenty were miserable because I just couldn't get anything out. But as soon as you like, <laughs> oh, I thought I, you were wandering around trying to find a bathroom. No, I, was like, Wasn't I go. One, I, like, go right there? I go on a metaphorical journey oh, on God. the toilet seat, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like that kind of like you're sweating. You're like like you're saying before. Like you have to like really kind of. To pep talk yourself and shit yeah you know? like you just just couple good pushes it's gonna hurt but you're you, you're, it's gonna be fine remember you know? to breathe you know? <laughs> like, 
You're fucking like you're pregnant. Like you're, yeah. All right, you dilated. Yeah. This is the moment. This is where you know you don't know, be a fucking pussy. Yeah, you know, put your hands on both sides of the stalls. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Make, like remember. part of you starts to wants to start like screaming at yourself, like you're about to go into a fight. Like yeah. ah ah. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> like freak at yourself out. We'll plus, work. plus your ankles are bound by your <laughs> pants, so like that's vulnerable. Oh shit. no no no! I took I took my fucking foot out of my pant leg. I was I gave oh, myself enough. I gave to. myself enough of legs yeah. that like spread eagles. Had so a three point stance. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I was going for the fucking half court like oh, shot, God. you know, <laughs> the buzzer beater, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so after like thirty, what I'm pretty sure it was thirty five minutes. Uh, uh, I finally remember getting the first fucking just you know cobblestone gate wall at down. Yes, <laughs> and then immediately the after flood. that, the fucking gate, dude. All <laughs> the fucking like fruit salad and shit that we're eating, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Boulders. shitty barbecue food that our parents were making for us and shit at the band camp. You know, all, all of the, the garbage food that would have otherwise gone straight through me. Yeah, <laughs> you just know? piles. Like, oh my god, dude. The amount of like. Talk about like relief from the black tie CBD ad, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a black tie CBD moment. I was when I walked out of that fucking restroom, I was like, I could literally just conquer the earth right now. Like, yeah. My stomach is so powerful at this moment. Yeah, like, see, <laughs> it's those feelings right there is what it's like when you have a joint from black tie CBD. Thick one. Thick one. Ten percent off. off. Jesus Christ! There's your 18 minute <laughs> ad. You get what you pay us, and you pay us nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't even know we're here. I hope. I told, I talked about. I think on that last episode yeah, that I yeah. got that message from him. Oh yeah, and I got yeah. super anxious about it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, oh no. here it is. Oh, we're fucked. Like, you guys are fucking idiots. Please, Shut the fuck up. Please stop. You're ruining my brand. Look, you're a nice guy. You were a friend of Mike's. Mike's, you know, a good friend of mine. But, but you're not funny. I'm gonna tell you right now before the cease and desist letter comes. Yeah. Stop it. Like, <laughs> I'm damn. giving you a chance now. <laughs> yeah. This is like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I thought we were. Looks like we're doing a couple more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, you know, yeah, we're going to do it until the letter comes at least, you know. <laughs> if I would, you know what, if I were oh, them, man. I'd love this shit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I wouldn't. Some I, of the I, things I've said are not great. <laughs> I think sometimes it can be really good, and other times yeah. it can be okay. We're just going with this. I you think. Know? I think. Which I think that's more often than that's what that is. We're just going with it. I think uh, we're just rolling. A beautiful thing about this show is that, like, the amount of people listening just doesn't show whatsoever in the social media. Because yep. I, I am inactive when it comes yeah. to social media. Yeah, yeah. I'm dog shit about it. There is no involvement in promotion in the show at all. And so, like, when I post something on the social media, like, nobody likes it. Nobody's following that listens. (laughs) Nope. Because they know. Because they've probably... I bet if you've listened to this, you've looked once and you're like, he's not even fucking using this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, I don't need this. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I put time into those episode covers, you cunts. Like, yeah. So, well, it's, it's, for the, it's yeah. for the algorithm. It's for, yeah, like, yeah. when people are searching up uh you know podcasts and yeah. then they see your random wacky photoshop and they're know? all on the website you know? and shit like that it's, it's they're there there's reasons there's for out there it, they're out there know? but yeah. uh because of that it appears that we're talking to no one yeah which is great because that's how i think that they see i think that they go <laughs> and they look at our social media and they're like all right they're saying wild shit but nobody's listening <laughs> <laughs> it's like yes nobody yeah there's nobody here don't worry about it <laughs> just fucking quick. yeah don't don't uh 
cancel anything. Don't yeah, look yeah, us yeah, up. Yeah. Don't, uh... Or else we're going to have to look for real ads. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah, no. I don't I'm... feel like trying to go through all that shit. Cause well, then... This is very much your uh, your uh, digital biography, I feel. Well, I think the thing is, is like if we got a real ad, we'd have to be serious about it. And we'd have to read what they want us to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it would just, it's always corny. Like, it always just super corny when, yeah. like, you're watching a podcast that's, especially if it's, like, an offensive one. Are you tired of and male then, pattern baldness? Yeah, yeah, Try for him. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, they were just talking, like, they just showed a video of a girl pissing on another dude's face. Oh. And then all talked about how they would drink the piss, and then they go super straight for a second to tell you about, like, Blue Apron. What well, the like, fuck? Well, that's because, you know, it's like you got to. You got to get your ad reads in there and you got to find the right place to put them. But it's just one of those like, I don't know, I've never really liked it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. it, it wasn't a part of the ad read. It was just a conversation they were having. Yeah, yeah. It's just like they went from something crude and vulgar and hilarious. And then all of a sudden, you know, for a quick 45 seconds, they put the fucking the business suit on and tie to talk to you about fucking a ball razor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just manscaped or whatever the fuck yeah what's it called I don't know. manscaped hell yeah bro and i've got that lawnmower and i've cut my balls with oh, it oh it's but a lawnmower that's yeah. right but here's the thing though didn't one you was it you or mike that complained about it like it's one of you had a complaint about the product i i'm the only one who, I, I don't think mike has one but no okay so i told mike that i cut my balls with it like a few times mm-hmm. and he was just like well there you go it doesn't fucking work yeah you know what I'm saying? And, then, fucking. and then it just became a whole thing where every time i'd bring it up he's like yeah and that thing sucks <laughs> <laughs> false advertisement yeah. doesn't work yeah. how it should yeah i was shaving my balls trash the it. yeah with that fucking piece of trash that doesn't work and cuts your balls all the time it's like jesus sell your patent it's your like, copyright's garbage you're not entirely wrong but <laughs> no but here's the thing though like Damn. i haven't like cut my balls with it you know what i'm saying okay good i've i've poked my balls you what yeah yeah so it's oh, not like hold on yeah what all right so it's like it's like a the sack or the ball oh no the sack okay I'm not, i don't even know though the ball is a ball i thought the ball was just like an extension cord it's that your, somebody compressed yeah into a there's basketball. a test have you not touched your ball sack and felt the actual ball in your ball sack yeah but is it is it here's the thing that's is a ball it, is it a ball or is it a string that's rolled into a ball? It's a string that has a fucking testicle node thing at the end of it. Oh, see, I thought it was just a bunch of strings, that, like a rubber band no, ball. No, dude. I don't know my body. What the fuck, bro? But what happens to your sperm? Uh, you know, we still haven't answered that. I want to know what happens to your sperm when you get a vasectomy. Do they just, <laughs> they just live and die in there? Oh, they watch man. their brothers, they see oh, new life. Man. You did, do you just think your whole internal body is like the shape of like Whoville? Or yeah, a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. The- you ever played that Guess Who game? <laughs> yeah. I know that there's just a random bone somewhere here in my rib cage that's upright. <laughs> it just seems it looks like a femur and it's up here for some reason. I don't know what it does. What it supports? Maybe it holds uh, up a lung. You mean <laughs> well, you mean in your center of your chest? No, no, no. You've you've played. Uh, You've played that game, right? With the little buzzer? What's it called again? Yeah, Operation? Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's like fucking... You're like pulling bones out of the fucking guy with a pair of tweezers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh, bone are you referring there to? There was always like a femur up in his rib cage. <laughs> I remember being like, that's not that. That's not Yeah, fair. yeah, that's not... No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, there's no femur in your rib cage. Oh, that game there was. 
If you're listening, and I listening. was confused too because when you said that you you like touched your stomach when you were talking about yeah. uh, the bones in your in your in your rib cage, and I was like, do you know that your rib cage is not in your stomach? But I don't know. I was confused for a second. <laughs> oh God, John. <laughs> no, your your testicles are in fact balls. There's a string with like a little node, you okay. know, like a little fruit. At the end See, of the string. I always know? thought, yeah, I always thought it was like a tightly wound no. tunnel system. No. <laughs> no, and that like, if you were to cut your sack completely open, that they would just unravel. Oh God, that's a terrible. F- oh, don't. So there's actual balls in there? I no, there's not balls in there. You have, you mean in your. In your oh my fucking god, what is happening? Are your testicles your balls? Yes, you both your balls inside your fucking sack. Yeah. You have two balls yeah. that are attached to string that connect to your body. Well, not string, but you know what I fucking mean. God, it's like a fucking string. damn it! It's kind of like a string, but it's hollow, <laughs> and semen goes through it. Oh man! But See, I still want to know what happens yeah. to them. In the... I, yeah, I don't know. When if you get a vasectomy, I don't know what happens. I, I, yeah. I, I think they just splurge into your body and fuse into the cell wall. Or See, I still think that that's kind of dope, right? Because we talked we talked about the, on this, right? Yes. Or was yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Where we talked about I like I think you. Abs- I don't know. Like, what if it worked as testosterone? Like you absorbed it. You know what I'm saying? Like they live and die in you instead of moving yeah. out, but then your body just takes them back in yeah. and it's from them. Because they're so microscopic that they just fuse it back into the cell wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're sentient at all? No. No? No. How does that work? That's just the instincts and DNA, bro. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. That's literally do that. They're, all there is is they're programmed to swim in a direction yeah. and eventually but they've, reach the egg. But they've learned that the egg can like send out a signal yeah and it can reject the ones that hit it first to get a certain one so that means oh. there's some form that's of that's cool there's some form of communication that yeah. goes on you know like how pheromones and shit exist for animals and stuff yeah. i don't think it's pheromones per se but it's of that yeah. level it's kind of like a ping almost you know yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah where it sends out and they're like uh-huh. hey i'm over here and then the ones that get there first it'll be like nope not you and then it'll pick the one that it wants so that implies that there's, there yeah, there's there's got it like even if it's pheromones, there's that there's some form of consciousness to accept no, or no. register those. Consciousness is is the uh, is the um, is the um, what's the word am I looking for? Being aware of being aware. Yeah, it's it's the awareness of of, of one's self. Yeah, okay, you know. Okay. So when you're talking sentience and stuff, no, it doesn't have a consciousness. No, you know, it has. Yeah. You can have instincts and. Um, have all those, you know, pings and pheromones and stuff or yeah. whatever without necessarily being fully sentient. You what, know? what would we call just like a zebra? Sentient? Uh, like a regular zebra? Yeah, I yeah. don't. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't sit there and contemplate life on rocks. No, but they have they have enough consciousness of self to protect self and yeah. instincts to protect self. You yeah. know, like they don't necessarily have subconscious beyond like you know themselves and they're, they're heard yeah. you know because that's what uh, separates humanity from uh animals is that we have subconscious of self and full world perspective mm-hmm. you know like if an animal has uh consciousness of oneself of its it being an individual you know um it may not necessarily have a big enough perspective to perceive the world around it and also like know what that connection is yeah you know um it's like a high it's like different tiers of intelligence i'm sure like there's holes in how i'm explaining it but um that's i feel like that's the general 
kind of consensus of yeah, consciousness. But, so when you talk about like a animal, um, you're really kind of talking about what their tier of intelligence is yeah. versus a cell, you know, because like there's uh, white blood cells and red blood cells that kind of flow with uh, out through our body and kind of naturally just I know there's a current in your bloodstream, you know, but yeah. they kind of know how to respond to body bodily functions, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. similar idea with sperm and eggs and everything. They're a biological computer that responds to certain stimuli, you know? Yeah. So I wouldn't say necessarily I'd put that in a tier of sentience or consciousness. You know, I think that's just how our bio computers work, you know? All right. That's fair. That's fair. Thing. Um, but again, like I, I'm not, I'm no, you know, biochemist or, you know, biologist or anything. So, well, I mean, um, I wonder. Do you know anybody who? That'd be really cool. Do you know anybody who does like science? Maybe not necessarily like science, you know, yeah. like, you know, but like at least maybe studied it or something. That'd be a really interesting episode to do for I, like. I feel like, I feel like you would know somebody way quicker than I would. I don't know. You, or you're, you're charismatic. You meet a lot of people. That's true. I don't know if I know any. I'll let that look around. I feel like I do. Now that you you probably have it. met somebody who yeah. has dabbled or at least took like enough courses in school to know what they're talking about. Yeah, we can find know? somebody for that. Mm. We keep wanting to hunt down specialists on this show, and we never find it's one. It's because like, they're hard to find. And be like, I'm not going on your what yeah. thickness in the who? I still want. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I still want to talk to a, a criminal psychologist about pedophiles. Yeah, I still I think that would be a really interesting a, episode. Because you said, remember, if I recall last time. Um, uh, not to derail the conversation, but I remember last time you said that. Did you talk to somebody who was like, "No, pedophiles are just all bad. They're yeah. ruined people." Uh, he was know? a criminal psychologist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or so. is one, but he, he was like he. I met him playing a video game. Oh. So like he was like a you know he was like a real dude and that was his job, but mm -hmm. also at the same time like that's kind of unreliable to call upon to sure to try to get like a Zoom call in with. Yeah, like, though it would be cool though. Would be cool. Um, even yeah, if they don't like, even if they don't aren't around for the entire episode, maybe only just call in for like thirty minutes or something. Mm -hmm. Then like we just keep them in the lobby, quote unquote, or whatever, and we pull them in when they're ready to go. I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure out how to do it, but we don't necessarily have to do it for a full episode. If no, they're no, not chatty could, enough. It could be, know? yeah, it could be like thirty minutes, and then we just record an hour mm -hmm. and then put it together. Yeah, we're really just pulling the curtain back on this. Curtain's show Curtain's right not now. even fucking really on <laughs> yeah, the rod yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, the metaphorical curtain is yeah. and literal one is literally pulled. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I wish this show was recorded because that is gold. That is kind of <laughs> perfect right now. All right, so uh, so let's get into some of these things. It was a, uh, it was Thanksgiving, and I want to talk to you about Thanksgiving. But first, mm. I want to talk about this event that I saw. So, oh. uh, on Thanksgiving, right before, day oh. before, oh. day before. Ooh, Thanksgiving. Eve. Yeah. So I'm in I'm in Pittsburgh, which is not a great town. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Kind of high crime rate. Depending on where you are. For depending sure. on where you are in it, but pretty much Pittsburgh, Bay Point, and Antioch are pretty uh pretty screwed mm -hmm. when it comes to crime rate. Mm. So I'm there, and I'm working at like some dialysis center, uh, which was depressing. Yeah. And I'm up on the roof, you know what I'm saying, of like a building. Mm -hmm. So I kind of have like this really cool view of like homeless people and shit. So I watch this one homeless guy. Uh, he pulls, he walks up to this dumpster, uh, crawls into it, pulls out a box of pizza. And then uh, a random guy who definitely knew him 
pulls up like two minutes later. So he okay, so crawls in the dumpster, grabs his pizza, sits down, starts eating it. Oh, like it's a full pizza still? I don't know if it was a full pizza. But I could just tell he's some he, leftovers. Yeah. I could see what he was doing. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> uh so he starts eating the pizza and I'm like, you know, I could, whatever, man. Like glad you found something. Uh and then uh, the guy, just a random dude that apparently he knows, pulls up in a car and kind of chills with them for like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, that's kind of cool. Like, I have an uncle that's homeless. I've gone and hung out with him for a day and stuff like that. Nothing really out of the ordinary. Right. Then I watched this, like, tweaker walk up, right? And he's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, swaying and he's got his head all the way back and, like, he's definitely, like, fucking on one. Yeah, yeah. Right? Me and my buddy were up on the roof. We're, like, laughing, you know, watching this fool because he can't see us but we right. could see him. Right. Like, uh, and then, like, you know, I watch him, like, go by the dumpster where the other two are but, like, they, like, shoot him off and then he, he wandered around the parking lot for a while and then he goes over to the Taco Bell mm-hmm. that's in this parking lot, right? And I don't know what they must have said to him, but he's at the, he's standing at the drive-thru intercom, and he's, like, talking shit to it, which is <laughs> so funny. I love when people talk shit to inanimate objects yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Because there is somebody on the other side, but you were talking to a board from yeah, where, I'm, where yeah, I'm standing. Yeah. Uh, You know, like, you're arguing angrily with this fucking Just picture of a taco. Furious, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he starts... Lighting the drive through on fire. What? He's, With what? I think he had a lighter. He's a tweaker. He's got a lighter. Oh my god! Uh, so he's he's at the drive through at the little at the entrance by the intercom, and he starts lighting the like bush on fire. Oh my fuck! And then god. gets it. He gets it going. Yeah. He gets the fire going. Right. Yeah. He runs across the street and hides behind a tree. Again, up on a building, yeah. bird's eye view. I yeah. can still see him yeah, 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 behind yeah. the tree. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Taco Bell employee comes out with a fire extinguisher. Super calm. Yeah. I guess this has happened before. Yeah, like well, it's, it's happened it's before. fucking gym again. Also, like, you're making minimum wage. I don't <laughs> care if this place burns down. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm 19. I don't want to be here anyway. Yeah. Fucking burn yeah. it down. Yep. I'll go work at a different one, I guess. Yeah, I'll find another fucking job. Yeah. Um, so he walks out slow as fuck with this fire extinguisher. Goes, he starts putting it out. And then one of, another Taco Bell employee comes out. And he's talking to him while he's putting out the fire, right? And I could see them, like, trying to figure it out. And I could see the tweaker, who's just across the street, like, looking around, hiding behind this tree. <laughs> just kind of, like, watching him. Waiting for him to get caught. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and then finally I got to watch them like actually register that he's over there behind the tree, and like that could see them like you could see them like talking about it. Yeah, and then one of them like look and be like, oh, maybe it's that guy. And then the other one looks, he's like, oh yeah, he's like nodding his head, like yeah, that's that looks like somebody was probably screaming at the fucking board. Yeah, to, yeah. like six minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just got to I got to watch, and I don't. Here's the thing about this: the cops never came. Yeah, I wonder if they didn't call him. I wonder if they didn't call him too. Like they probably I wonder, just didn't care. They're like whatever. The cops aren't even gonna come. Yeah, They're yeah. like, ah, no, there's been a murder like five minutes from now. We're gonna go get on that before yeah. it happens. Yeah, yeah. Like we already know it's gonna happen. We're just gonna go hang out by Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> and we're just gonna hit like a general vicinity. And yeah. just hope that it's close. Yeah, but eventually <laughs> that's fucked. Yeah, you know, that happens too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but it, Tweaker just. 
got away with it as far as i yeah. know i'm not surprised like eventually we finished up the job and like we left and like he was still hiding behind the tree so i was like well <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you think in his head he was just like yes they never knew the perfect they crime. never knew it was me can't be me i'm across the street they i've been across the street the whole fools. time they came out and didn't, didn't even see me yeah. over here but they know i was just nearby yeah. <laughs> he's like plotting in yeah, his yeah. head like fucking like how am i gonna agent. how am i gonna light it on fire from all the way over here what do i have fire arrows <laughs> Do I look like an archer to you? <laughs> Do I look like I make bombs? I'm all across the street. Yeah, yeah, I was just hanging out with my buddy that's here, that's and he points at the tree. Defense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> is that he's across the street. Yeah. I love the fact that, too, he's like, what, do you think I can make fire arrows, bombs? And then like he just cuts to the guys, and they're like, yeah, uh, y- yeah, you look yeah. like you might know some shit. <laughs> like, yeah, why not? You know, you look, I see the ragged clothes. You know, you who clearly, knows what you've got? You clearly have a taste for destruction, <laughs> as shown by the fire in my parking the, lot the, <laughs> and the chaos that you are dressed in currently. Uh, yeah, your half garbage bag as pants. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what they what the exchange was at the box. Because here's what I feel like happened. Right? Yeah, I feel like he walks up to the box. And probably wants free food, even if he wants to order, mm-hmm. right? Let's say he wanted to order. He saved up a little money, and he wasn't going to put it on a rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's going to get himself a couple of those breakfast burritos on all those commercials. Sure. Uh, they probably told him, like, hey, like, you can't order through the drive-thru on foot. You got to come inside. Yeah. You know, it's sorry. Like, you just can't do it. He's like, I don't want to come inside. I'm not vaccinated. Or, you know, like, there's aliens in there. He's on crack. Who knows? (laughs) So they're like, look, I just can't do it. It's not safe. It's against Mm -hmm. policy. Like, nothing. it's not a personal thing. I am not Taco Bell, and you are not a person that I dislike. I just can't do it. Okay? This isn't a petty thing. This isn't an anger thing. This isn't me having a bad day. Yep. It's the answer is no. Please enjoy your crack. (laughs) Just come inside. Come inside. You could steal all the fire sauces that you want. We leave them out. No one will stop you. We leave do we leave sauces out like pens at a bank. <laughs> you know, they're meant for you to grab them by the handful. Okay, it's fine. Yes, yes. But you know Yeah, but he doesn't want to do it. Part know? of me also feels like uh that's one scenario, but the likely scenario because they're kids. Is that they're flustered yeah. that there's some homeless psychopath that's just because they can see the camera probably too. Oh the yeah, camera on there. Yeah, of course. So you know, like, uh, uh, it's probably this kid just like, look, sir, uh, can you like not be in the driveway? Can can you please, uh, you know, leave or something? You know, like probably didn't want him to go on <laughs> in the fucking inside at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're probably like, no, can you just fuck off? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. probably was what, like, he's like, why well, you gonna want to serve me or some shit? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or something, I don't know. Or they man. were talking shit. They were like young. I mean, it's, it's Pittsburgh, you know. They're not going to be soft. Maybe. You know, they're kids that have gotten Maybe. into fights one or two or four Maybe. times in high school. You know, there's, there's, the, I think there's, there's a chance, you yeah. know. But. but and they're working the AM shift mm-hmm. at Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Bro, what kind of world is that even to live in? The AM shift at I a don't Taco know, man. Bell? I don't know. That's fucking. <laughs> like, most people don't even know you exist. I mean, Starbucks is kind of like a, the prissy fast food, but. Uh, I opened, you know, so it's yeah, but that's when people are supposed to be you know. there. Taco Bell is yeah. a midnight food. That's fair. It's coffee. Yeah, you're not supposed fair. to eat that in the daytime. Maybe you get your coffee from Taco Bell. For, I feel for like some reason. <laughs> I feel like if you go to Taco Bell and the sun's still up, 
There should be like an extra 15 cents tacked on to every item. Whoa, hey. You shouldn't be there when the sun is out. Hey, the sun kind of, you it's know. It's poor choices time when Taco Bell has been ordered. This is supposed to be like, you're supposed to eat Taco Bell drunk at three in the morning. No. Like that's. No, that's, at least a dinner, you know. Like you can have some dinner and the sun's still setting. Oh, I'll get know? it for breakfast, bro. That's I'm not that, saying that. I'm not trash. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> See, I, don't, I haven't gotten Taco Bell breakfast. I get up sure. early. Yeah, well, yeah, but, but that's the sun's still down then. Yeah, no, actually the sun well, is still down go. when I wake up. There but, you go. But I get like, sometimes I'll go to work and I'll get Taco Bell. For nice. breakfast, it's a horrible, horrible thing to yeah. do. Yeah, you start your day with uh, heartburn. <laughs> That's for sure. It just it just procs that immediately. Yeah. It's just bad fuel. <laughs> you can already tell. Yeah, like as soon as it's in your yeah. stomach, you're like oh, your I body's shouldn't. Like, this is not. Yeah, like food, like don't do this. Okay. Like, it's kind of like if you were to, if you were going to space and you had so much fuel, and then at the end when you're running low, you started supplementing everybody's waste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can tell the ship gets a little slower yeah you know things are rattling that weren't rattling before yep. for some reason yeah you know screws are becoming undone in certain spots yeah i think sure. i think every time you eat taco bell in the daytime your life ticker just gets a little shorter <laughs> you know like every bite one minute is two minutes oh, while you're consuming man. it but it's it's all good when it's not in the daytime Right, that's what you're saying. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Because it's a sin. <laughs> it's a sin. It sins are for nighttime. The ship maintains all of its nuances. If yeah. it's as long as the food is consumed at a specific time. Well, yeah, like, you know, like, all right, here, let me put it in this way. <laughs> do you think a prostitute is sadder in the daytime? Because oh. I do. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's how yeah, I feel about it. Something about that. I don't know why. It's a nighttime thing. That's how I feel about talk. Your reaction to prostitutes in the daytime is my reaction to Taco Bell in the daytime. Just aw. Yeah, yeah. Not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm saying that I think it's gross. And that's, oh, man. It's definitely a little. <laughs> so on the way to Taco Bell, you're just like, oh, man. Why am I doing this? <laughs> As you pull out your wallet, can I get a number five, yeah. please? No, because it's like when you're coming oh. or before you come, your brain is like. Your brain's in like tunnel vision. We have that fucking sound effect. What are you I, doing? I, it's far away. It's <laughs> you far your, away. You made your own drum and yeah, hi hat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's you know it's out of arm's reach. But so uh, it is kind of like jerking off, right? Or when you're about to like have sex, where like your 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 kind of your brain is going like into tunnel vision, like when you know it. You know, you okay. know you're going to have sex. Yes. You yes. know what I'm saying? Or you yes. know you're going to jerk off. There is no. This not happening. <laughs> right? Once you've committed, you've committed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like putting a fucking bar down the roller coaster and the wheels start turning. Like, there's nowhere to go, buddy. It's like, like, we're on this, We're man. cooming at the yeah. end of this. That oh, or we're going to be how, uncomfortable. How Gen Z of you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, I think the same, I get that same kind of feeling when I'm going to eat Taco Bell in the morning. It's like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I want to come. I'm going to get one of these fucking burritos and yep. jerk off. And yep. then you eat the burrito, and then you get that post-nut clarity of being like, that was a fucking mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I yep. shouldn't have done that. That was yep. a waste of it's money like, and nutrition. A, this is not a good idea. Uh, yeah. What Why I, did I do this? Yeah. Like, yep. you fucking, you just want to, like, you don't even want to see the trash anymore. You, <laughs> you get it a cab ride home or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's your fucking oh, misdirection, man. Cody. Yeah, for but, real. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think. I I'd like to think that the tweaker wanted wanted the food, right? Like I think he tried to genuinely order, 
But they were just like, it can't happen. And then he decided to be a real piece of shit about it. Yeah. And they're and then they were like, you know, Pittsburgh youth, so they're just like, ah, eh, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. bitch. Like it's yeah. eight in the morning. Like yeah, I don't give you a fuck. Fucking cuck. Yeah. Because it is eight in the morning. You homeless piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. There's a dumpster with pizza in it over there. Yeah. <laughs> you look back at the other guy sitting there. No, there ain't. Yeah, you know, no, he's eating got shit. Already found it. Sorry. Dude, and then yeah. And then to light it on fire is such like an extreme. You know, <laughs> like. I kind of also like the idea that he didn't know that he was at a Taco Bell and he was just fucking babbling at something. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he was just walking by it. And they responded, you know? Yeah. Or maybe he heard uh, somebody talking to the... Yeah. The kid who's taking their order and then they pulled away and then suddenly it was available, you know? So, (laughs) thing that might talk back to me, like, he just is... Oh! (laughs) That's true, that's true. Yeah, he gets, like, just, just, like, you know, gravitates towards it. (laughs) Is that a voice in that box? No. (laughs) Hi, my name's Jeremy. (laughs) Oh. Or what are are the chances... You're like, hit! What are the chances that he he was just, like, stumbling on by, you know, in his own universe... Yeah, and then they saw him in the drive-through camera. <laughs> like, hey, bitch! Yeah, exactly, <laughs> bitch. He was a bitch. He's like, what, motherfucker? And he tries to kill the sign instead of the employees <laughs> yeah, in the store. He starts fighting the taco on. The yeah, screen. yeah. He's yeah. like, he's like, oh, oh fuck your man. shit up. Watch, watch. And then he, instead of going inside and dealing with the people that called him a bitch, he thinks it's the sign, so he tries to light it on fire. He's like, I'll yeah. see you in hell, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, I'll take you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. I get, that's very. Um, uh, what was that one movie? Dude, where's my car? I think is is that the one? Oh yeah, where he's ta- he's at the Chinese shop. Yeah, and he's uh, yeah, and uh, then and then yeah yeah yeah. And he's got the anxiety. Talking shit to the fucking intercom. Yeah, yeah. he's anxiously ordering more and more food. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then yeah yeah, and then he breaks it and like rips it off of the yep. fucking thing. Yep. Exact. That was the exact tweaker moment that you just saw in real life. <laughs> I do have to say, though, on the defense of the tweaker, there's been several times I've been at Taco Bell and I've thought to myself, I wish I could just burn this stupid place down. Why? Because sometimes they put fucking tomatoes on my food oh, when, you when I said not it. to. Yeah. Which one are you going to? All of them. All of them do it? That's just something that happens, bro. Because here's the thing. From working in food, and you've worked in food. Yep. Yeah, there's a pattern, right? Yep. Somebody says to make a pepperoni pizza. Yep. You do the dough, the sauce, the cheese, the pepperoni goes in the oven. You make a thousand of them. Yep. And then somebody says, "Well, I want light pepperoni," and you forget because you just made a thousand. Yeah, because you're you're just programmed to do yeah. the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it fucking happens. Mm-hmm. You know, like some people, some people always try to equate it and say that it's old food. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, like. It like it still has that thing that means that they had made one, and you ordered it, and they're just like, just give them that old one. It's like, no, that's not how that shit works either. Because from working in a place like that, you just eat it. Yep. Like as soon as a, a food is a fuck up, you eat it. Yep. Bro, I was at this fucking place the other day. I was at a, one of my favorite breakfast spots, right? And like, I I go in there, I order a breakfast burrito because it was one of my it was one of those things where like my it was like my parents' favorite place. Sure. Whenever they come to visit, they always go to this place and grab a breakfast burrito still to this day. Nice. So every now and then I'll go get one. And it's like, it's nostalgic. It's a good burrito, but it's also like, you know, a cool feeling to do that. And like, I get up there and they make my food and everything like that. And then they go to charge my card and the credit card machine breaks. <laughs> and it's, Boo. yeah. 
And now I'm standing there, and they're like, now it's cash only, and it's just like, and I was just like, well, I don't, I don't have cash. Is there like an ATM around here? And they're like, I don't know, because they don't really speak English either. Most of them, like the one I was dealing with, is usually in the back more. Yeah. She, you know, usually she's just kind of reading the tags and putting the food together, mm-hmm. and the younger ones will come up and work the register. Yep. So she's not really acknowledging me and she's just kind of like noticing that the car's not working but keeping her eyes down and only talking to her coworker. Yeah, because she doesn't know how to deal with it. Yeah, and I'm standing there like, I bet she's going to tell me this shit's not working. And then, yeah, so of course it doesn't. And then they're like, it's cash only now. I'm like, do you have an ATM? Like, no, I don't know. It's like, okay. And the meal's free, motherfucker. Well, that was, in my head, I was like, I mean, I've got like six bucks on me and it's like 12. Yeah. So can we? What are we doing here? You want to just fucking give me that shit for yeah. six bucks? Or, yeah, because yeah. it's not my fault, right? But it was just like, no. I mean, sorry, just no food. Yep. It's like, all right, well, you're just, you know, there, there's your breakfast for yep. the morning. Congrats. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why people think that places that serve food will give you old food. They're eating that shit, bro. People. Yeah. That's why you work for food. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's certain advantages to working at a necessity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you work for, like, PG&E, you know, your cable bill's going to be cheaper. Right. If you work for the phone company, your phone bill's going to be cheaper. Right. You work for food, you know, you got food on the table. You know what I'm saying? It's like a perk for working in that field in particular. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they're not giving you old food. They're eating the fuck out of that food. Yeah. You know what that's I'm saying? Their, that's going to be their lunch. It's going to be like when a zombie gets a person through a window like a horde and then it gets crowd surfed out yeah and then they all reach forward and then tear the limbs yeah. out together like yeah. dawn of the Shaun of the dead yeah 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 uh that's what it's like when there's a fuck up order at a food place i promise mm-hmm. you they're not giving you old food nope <laughs> yeah that's for fucking sure and i'll notice that tweakers will ask for old food sometimes too mm-hmm. but they won't give it to them fuck that yeah like it's i don't it's either eaten or it's tossed. There's not. Yeah. There's never food that's kept. And it's almost you know? always eaten because there's even if nobody's hungry, somebody will bring it home to their family. Right. Yeah. Left over. Hey, let's breadsticks from yeah. blah blah. Yeah. yeah. Like I knew people, you know, that fucking lived with a bunch of people. You know, like the my Hispanic coworkers. Like they live multiple families in one house. Like yeah. Even if he's not hungry, if nobody's taking that shit, he's taking it to Brought somebody. Hell of pizza. It's being eaten. Hell. Yeah. Pizza, it's not going to yeah. go to waste. Uh, and then you know you just can't. Unfortunately, you can't really feed homeless people like that from restaurants. Yeah. Because there's two problems. One, and this will be, okay, there's a fucked up issue on my moral standpoint, Mm -hmm. and then there's a fucked up issue on the opposite end. Yeah. For my moral standpoint, why I don't do it is because when you feed a homeless person at a restaurant, you, you attract them kind of like a stray cat. Yeah. Like, because yeah, yeah. now they know food comes from you and that you have it and that's no big deal that you give it to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? That they know that you're going to have fuck ups. They know that you can give them the fuck ups because mm-hmm. you've done it before. So now they're going to be constantly kind of hanging out, waiting for the waiting for that. Yeah. They're going to start like bothering you towards closing time, making people uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you have somebody, you know, like one or two in the morning. This has happened to me before. Two or three in the morning, getting off of work at Gergenswigel's, walking around the back of the building, and, and a homeless person's waiting for me. You know? Yeah. Three in the morning, like fucking Slenderman, standing yeah. out there, yeah. like waiting for food. And it's like, you got to say no, because you don't have any. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? And now they're like upset with you. It's like, are we going to get into a fight at like three with a homeless person? Like, I'm yeah. not touching you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is horrible. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. my best bet is to hit you with the car on the way out because <laughs> I'm not going to get into a physical alter- altercation with yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, why are you expecting the food from me? What the yeah. fuck? Like, we didn't have a deal or anything. My, my boss tells all new people, my old, my old boss, because I don't deliver pizza anymore, but mm-hmm. my old boss told me the story when he was young. He would give this homeless guy pizza all the time. And then uh, one day, like, he came in for some and he didn't have any. So he got super mad at him, but just left. And then a week later, he shows up again and uh, takes a swing at my boss and oh. hi- and hits his boss. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All because, like... He didn't get pizza last week. He didn't get pizza last week, bro, and he's expecting free pizza. So it does sound fucked up for me to say you can't feed them because of the stray cat thing. But from personal experience and yeah. experience of others in the industry, it's just not it's, it's a, not a good move. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting that you bring this up because I had a conversation similar to the concept of this recently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it, it's uh, it's when things of necessity come into play, like just, you know, instincts come in, you know, and like if you need food, you need food. And that's all that matters, you know. Yeah. And, um, there's a documentary that I watched uh, that I recommend for everybody. It's about Anthony Bourdain, you know, and oh, yeah. uh, you know, f- uh, traveling through the cultures and whatnot uh, called Roadrunner. Eating really. penguin sandwiches and shit. Yeah, yeah. But even it goes, uh, it documents beyond that, too, when he stops, it stops becoming about food and more about him just finding and visiting cultures, you know? Yeah. Um, documentary is called Roadrunner. Really, really good. Um, but uh, anyways, um, there's a point in it where he's i forget in some uh country in africa i can't remember where but uh he's at a stand trying some of their street food and whatnot and uh some locals uh see that there's a camera crew and everything and it gets a little bit of attention and then he shares some of his food with a couple of the locals and then they get on the conversation about how like there's a lot of poverty in this area and blah 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 and then the crew and anthony get the idea to let's feed this community uh you know uh, you know, of the goodness of their heart, right? They're, yeah. they're, you know, they get the vibe to let's give, you know. And as soon as word got that food, free food was being given out, like massive lines of children and kids and like teenagers and some adults started coming up. And very, very quickly it uh, escalated into um, a lot of them fighting over each other. And so, yeah. like, bigger kids shoving them out of the way and like getting into fist fights and trying to get further in line. Yeah. And, it got really aggressive to the point where Anthony and the crew had to leave, you know, <laughs> yeah. and uh, be like, we, you know, yeah. and it's like this. It's only moments until a fucking really, old Toyota Tundra pops well, up. Well, it's it's just really, yeah, right. Exactly. Everybody's got an AK-47. <laughs> um, it. It's this really ugly part of humanity that a lot of people don't like to talk about, you know, uh-huh. and it's really, it's specifically the concept of individuality and group, you know, mm-hmm. when you have somebody who's starving, and you can give them food and uh, all that stuff. You know, you, the the kindness to that individual is so important, and they're that individuals by themselves, so they're more willing to think with themselves, right? Yeah. When you scale that up into a group, you know, uh, individu- individuality becomes completely lost yeah. in groups it because it no longer becomes about the individual; it becomes about the group's needs, the group's. Uh, motivations you know 100 percent. and you literally lose almost all individuality in groups you know yeah. people go like that's not true I'm like it, it, it is true crowd you know? mentality like, is real as fuck there well it's not even just crowd mentality i mean it is you know yeah. it's the same thing 
but it's um tribal it's, uh yeah yeah it's it's the masses and and the survival of the group becomes more important than the individual needs you yeah. know that supersedes everything yeah. you know so in a scenario of providing food for people who otherwise need it you know there's a very unfortunate um let's say running partner with giving and being good and trying to provide that necessity to a, a group that needs it because always right next to it running with it is going to be the ugly like fighting over it the we need this now so screw everybody else the ugly side of it where there's going to be no order there's going to be no uh kindness involved yeah. in taking taking's very in this form for people who need water food shelter yeah. taking becomes very ugly and it becomes less taking in a kindness and taking because it's mine and i need it now well you gotta you know? survive and yeah yeah dude so when people go like oh the homeless deserve to be fed and having this big thing and it's like well, we should just keep giving them food and i'm like okay your heart's in the right spot, yeah. you know, but I think that's a band-aid on the problem. Yes. You know, we need you need to find a long solve the root cause that leads to homelessness, not solve the problem that they're currently in. Yeah. You know, like uh anyways, that being said, to your point um of um uh aggressive God, homeless uh, people. Yeah, it's like you just because you also risk giving food to this one that they tell their friends, and then suddenly you get some people coming along that are more. You become Dude, a hot spot. You know, I've heard those stories like, too. Where yeah, it's next just, thing you know, you got ten of them in the lobby mm-hmm. because you gave one of them free soda from the fountain machine. Yeah, and now all of them are expecting their free sodas. Right, right. And, and like other people are uncomfortable now. Customers are uncomfortable. Yeah, employees don't feel safe. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? And like. It's unfortunate. It's yeah. like, and it's like you don't want to be that person that's shoving them out. You know, no. nobody does, right? No. But it, in that scenario, you are potentially digging a deeper hole than you are in right now. You know, if yeah. you were just to tell them, "Look, man, like, sorry, take a hike, please." Yeah, and you that's know? why I likened it to stray cats, mm-hmm. is because once you've got one, like they just start all coming, bro. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're putting two food bowls out. Now you got three Fuck. food bowls. You know, yeah, uh, four, five, six, seven, a uh, fucking bucket. Yeah. And then yeah. the other, because you know, I, I was saying that there's two two big reasons why. Mm-hmm. The other reason you can't feed the homeless people if you work for like a restaurant is because there's this weird like trend that goes for lawyers mm-hmm. where they'll kind of just chase ambulances, right? So a f- business will give food to a homeless person. Homeless person gets sick. Lawyer finds homeless person, helps homeless person sue restaurant because uh, they can get a chunk out of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then because it's going to be an easy case. Right. Uh, and then they just, you know, they'll get oh, their share and move I along. I see. Free given food that technically wasn't tendered, blah, blah, blah. Because legally, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's legally, it's, you can't, it's all fucking stupid, bro. Mm. It's all, it's. It's crazy. Yeah, it sounds like loopholes and like leveraging things yeah. that are too. Well, loose. I think I think the life of a lawyer, like in the beginning, is pretty like shitty. Yeah, like as far on as what your market is, it, I guess. I think like in the beginning, I think you're doing a lot of uh, what's that shit? Corn appointed lawyer shit, where mm-hmm. you just work for the state, mm-hmm. and then you come in and you just defend. 10, 15 people at a time. Mm-hmm. Half of them are fucking violent, and the other half are stupid. And you're trying to yeah. explain to them their yep. rights. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's got to suck a lot of dick. Like, this guy doesn't even know how to lie, and it's your job to try to defend him. Yeah, and explain to him that you can't dope up before yeah. their court case and not to fucking say shit. And I don't really know much about laws, but I don't think your lawyer can just come in and be like, he's actually guilty. I'm not going to. No. You know? But no. at the same time, like, all right, all right. I don't know if this is a law, but like, let's say court appointed lawyer, you're a murderer. Court appointed, court appointed lawyer, retarded, uh, <laughs> comes in and you you tell him that you did it. You murdered that person. Can he just go up and be like, no, he murdered somebody? Or does he have to try to fight for you if you want him to fight for you? Um, I think by being uh, appointed a lawyer, uh, I think that like there's certain rights given to you that you, you're... I don't think he's allowed to... He or she's allowed to like just say, like, yeah, he definitely is the murderer. Yeah. You know? Well, because then what do you do uh, if you're the lawyer and you're like... You get this new guy and he's like, look, I did kill my wife, but I need you to try to get me off of this... You know what I'm saying? Because that bitch fully deserved it. I bet you there's probably like a there's some paperwork and a process involved if you're like yeah. a lawyer that you're appointed and somebody goes, yeah, I, I confess to the whole thing. You know, I did it all of it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you could probably like uh, request to resign as that court, as his lawyer. Okay. And once you're approved, then you probably go like, I'm, I did this because blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or maybe you can request to be removed because client has provided you know corporate speak provided blah 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 information do da 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 you know yeah. like corporate speak that implies that he admitted he's guilty without saying he's guilty yeah. you know There's, yeah, yeah. I, there has to be some sort of function that way yeah because uh, i don't know but like are, are they working on like a win-loss record for lawyers <laughs> no like, are you supposed to be coming like no what 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 gives you your value like in the sense that like what's what is it that your clients not the necessarily the court yeah, but like uses you. when somebody gets a quote unquote good lawyer, mm -hmm. is that somebody with a really good KD or yeah. is that somebody who just has really nice clients? I'd say that's, that's probably both. Okay. You know, depends on like the status of the, because like if, say if you're like a lawyer that has like, um, you know, like multiple like certificates and degrees and blah, 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 you know, and they work with only high profile people, like yeah. maybe a specific type of court case. You know, because yeah. there's, you know, your speed uh, ticket and like traffic control lawyers. Then there's your like murder, like mm. homicide, blah, blah, blah. Lawyers. You got your different types, you yeah. know. So I think that comes into play, I would but, imagine. But, I but think, then. Yeah. But then. Yeah. To your point, like if somebody is like a murder homicide lawyer and they've argued typically for the defending, you know, yeah. Um, and they're like have usually like yeah they have like five wins and one loss you know that probably would be a, a lawyer you'd want to go to yeah you know? so when you're on the bottom and you're doing these court like appointed that's like being a low level boxer you yeah. want to try to get that real nice yeah. fucking win loss you know this is your chance to go undefeated so even if you don't like this guy or you think he did it or woman you you gotta defend them mm -hmm. you gotta do your best you gotta you want to win. To, to run with that metaphor, though, uh -huh. there is a scenario I can see where a lawyer is, a, you're a first-time lawyer, and you land a big court deal, uh -huh. whether you're defending or prosecuting, uh -huh. you know? And it's like, to the boxer a metaphor, it's like, maybe your first match happens to end up being, like, one of the big leagues, and you fucking won to them, you know? Yeah. Like, that, I'm sure, looks amazing on a lawyer's record, you yeah. know? That, like, oh, this dude is... 
or uh, this person came in and just fucking knocked it out of the park, and it's this big thing. But then maybe they only did smaller ones after that, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, I think it like circumstance definitely plays a lot. I can sure. see that, yeah. Because you know? like like in the UFC, right? There was one. When Khabib was still running around fucking everybody up before he retired, yeah, Khabib. there was there was a fight. Oh, he retired already. Yeah, he retired after that last one. Or well, of course he did. Did he get rocked or? No, he won. No, he's oh, undefeated. Yeah. Let's go, Khabib. Yeah, I think that the was the boy. McGregor fight. Was his last fight? Fucking fighting. Bears the one that we shit. watched. I'm pretty sure he retired that night. But either way, when he was going through his tear, there was this like fight that got called off with Tony Ferguson, mm. where they called like five or six people to try to fill in for this fight and it just wasn't happening can't make weight just had a fight mm-hmm. uh, i think one guy said yes but then they kind of forgot about him because they wanted somebody else and then that guy said no <laughs> eventually they they went all the way down to this guy al iaquinta who was like 11th or 13th mm-hmm. or something on the in division sure. fighting the who's going to be the number one guy in the world right you know what I'm saying? So nobody's expecting anything from this guy, Iaquinta, mm-hmm. at all. They're like, oh, this is like throwing a mouse into like a bear trap. Like, it's just going to, as soon as it, it's just going to get fucked. Yeah, uh, and immediately. He, I think it went to decision, and he, you know, he shoved some fucking takedowns, and he stayed on his feet, and like he had a decent fight with him, and nobody expected that. Mm-hmm. And had he had won... People probably would have thought he was one of the best fighters in the world, mm-hmm. even though right before that moment he was just some, yeah. you know, lower ranked. I mean, you're in the UFC, you're fighting amongst the best of the world, but right. you're not in the top ten or top five. Sure. Uh, so like with a lawyer, like if you were a young fucking lawyer, and then you got put on like the fucking OJ case and won it, right? And you know everybody's like, no, no way, fucking OJ killed his wife, and then you go in there and you somehow convince the court otherwise. Yeah. People probably think you're one of the best in the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and people, yeah. I think. People do consider OJ's lawyer like one of the best in the world. Yeah. But he had some other cases, I think. But like, yeah. obviously that was the one. Right, right. Uh, So like, I feel like if you're a public defender, mm-hmm. you're just trying to fucking, you're just out there trying to get easy KOs, man. Yeah. You're, you want to do your best. But you might be arguing. This is where the issue comes. Like, the guy's a sleazeball. Maybe he didn't tell you he murdered his wife, but it, you're pretty fucking sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're a lawyer, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can read bullshit. You know what the laws work. Yeah. So you're not confident in this guy. You kind of don't like his personality in general. But you need those wins. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't just go in there and flop. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now you're you're defending somebody hard mm-hmm. that you know is shouldn't be out on the fucking street. Mm-hmm. That's got to be, that's weird. Yeah, you know, it's moral ground, you know. Yeah. I think really it is at that point, like, you just have to choose what you feel is right to be, you know, using your powers for, yeah. I guess, so that, to speak. That or they just shut off and you just know? go through the motions. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of lawyers who do that, for sure. Well, because, you, know? you know, like I said, like, you're doing, I don't know, have you ever unfortunately had to go to a court case? I mean, I've been summoned as a juror before. But, okay. Uh, but other than that, no. Okay, so, like... The way this thing works is like, because I took, when I bailed Uncle Mike out of prison, mm-hmm. I took him to fucking, I took him to the follow-up shit because it was my money that bailed him out. So if sure. he disappears, it's my money that gets fucked. Yeah, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I knew I wasn't going to get that money back, but you pay like 10% when you bail somebody out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he was in jail for like five grand was the bail. Mm-hmm. I paid the 500 and I got him out. If that motherfucker disappeared or didn't show up, 
Guess who's paying the rest of that five grand? Yeah, you are. So I, your money. Yeah, so I drove his ass to those fucking court yeah, yeah, meetings. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? There's no way you're missing it. Yeah, yeah. Just like last night you with the headphones. With, just like last night when I knew my headphones were coming and I fucking stayed on the phone with Bubbles until he got them. Yeah. I was not giving him a chance to fuck this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. we're waking up to go. I'll spend the night at your house. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So yeah, we, like, I'm taking you there the whole way there. Yeah, so I go through like the whole thing with him, the whole process. Like, mm. there's this room where you learn how to do your pleas. You know, you have guilty, not guilty, no contest. You have, you know, you have in in that room. You fill out some paperwork, and like, if you're the person who bailed them out, and you're with them, like, you're supposed to be filling some shit out too. And then there's one lawyer, you know, and he's young, and he's there. And he walks up into this room full of the all the people, and he says, how many of you don't have a lawyer? And they all raise their hands, yep. and he goes, okay, all of you give me the packets. Mm-hmm. And everybody gives him his fucking packets that they filled out, yep. and now you're on the spot lawyer for these people. Mm-hmm. And in 30 minutes, you're going to go defend all fucking 11 of them. So, because And then, you know, when you're done, at the end of the day, you turn in your fucking contracts, and you get paid for how many you did. Uh so I'm sure that there's a, I know, right? Uh, that's what it's like when you have a, that's why you don't want a court appointed lawyer, dude. Yeah, dude. That's why you do not want yeah. one. Uh, they just don't give a fuck. They really don't. And they have no time to give a fuck. They don't fucking know you. They just met you and it's time to go up. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. Like the best they can do for you that I've noticed was that for some people, he pleaded for them to uh, extend their court date because mm-hmm. he was actually like, all right, like, like I believe you. So let's, let's see if we can get him to push her back a month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. I'll actually read this packet. Yeah, we'll have an actual conversation. And yeah, yeah. and then some people it's like, Well, you know <laughs> go up there and plead guilty, yeah. I guess. Like Yeah, right. Just don't. like I I murdered somebody and it's like there's no way around it. You're just like yeah. you're an idiot. I'm not yeah. yeah. All right, sorry, dude. Like, yeah, do you still get paid if you just kinda like let them fucking fuck off to the wind? That's what, what I'm wondering. wondering. Yeah, like, like I imagine. Cause, you know. Because uh, here's the other thing is like there's only so many judges. Mm-hmm. So the judges know who you are if right. you're making an impression. Right. So, and I think a big goal of lawyers are to become judges one day. Like that's Maybe. like that's like the not all of them want to be a judge, mm. but that's like the fucking that's the next step up the ladder. I think that's a different uh, like arm of the tree branch. No, I think judges were all lawyers at one point. Real, I mean that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But I wonder if that's like a like a different field of study. You know, like slightly, like it, it's still criminal science yeah. and criminal justice. You know, yeah. but I mean, like, I wonder if there's like a different, uh, like sect of uh, of studying. That's not the right pro- proper use of that word at all. Uh, section. <laughs> I wonder if there's a different. Yeah, you know what like I mean. It, there's more courses involved. Like, like how, like in science, there's your diff- your uh, philosophy, yeah. your your biology, your chemistry. You know. Yeah. Like, uh, I wonder if that's like a different. Like how to feel like, like to become a lawyer, you have to pass the bar. Like maybe there's a yeah. another one you need to pass to become yeah. a judge. Yeah, because it's like um, I feel like you have to have a really deep, deep grasp of like the laws in entirety. You know, like law- lawyers yeah. too. You know, well the bar is hard. But I'm sure like if you're more of a prosecutor than a defender, you know, yeah. one or the other. I'm sure you probably know certain clauses and laws way more than others you know yeah imagine i would imagine with judges because you have to listen to both sides you have to really fucking know all of it to like like a fucking you know i don't know you can't let personal emotions sway you yeah 
Yeah, I'm sure, impartial, no I'm sure what. there's like an emotional aptitude test of some kind. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but I always thought that like becoming a lawyer and the next step up would be like judge and the next step up from that would be like Supreme Court judge. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's their yeah. fucking, that's their tears. Yeah, of, Supreme Court judges don't fucking ever move, dude. No. They, they're not, they're in a... Their jobs for fucking. Ever. I think until they die. Yeah, isn't know, it a is, life term? Is there a fucking? Let's see. Uh, while I look that up, you keep them interested. Conquistador Hernando de Soto. <laughs> what? All right, he was the one that fucking crossed the Mississippi and produced those Werther's originals. Uh, Type on. Uh, do Supreme Court judges serve life terms? That's I think that that's that's probably the yeah yeah sir for life right there. Uh, I really see. need to get this like a monitor in front of me so I don't have to turn around every single time. Um, okay, yeah, here we go. So to ensure independent judiciary and to protect judges from partisan pressures, the Constitution provides that judges serve during good behavior, which has generally meant life terms. What? So, that's a. So you're allowed you to mean? serve during good behavior. During good so, behavior, so as long as you haven't done anything that's been caught in the eyes of the law. I guess, yeah. As long as, as long as you're a good boy or girl, then you can be one of the that's seven. Some, that's some underworld shit, dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the way that's phrased. Who's dude? defining good behavior? Yeah, dude. It's even in parentheses, like, like yeah. That yeah, that's some fucking like. TV drug lord fucking movie sh- like TV show yeah. shit, bro. So, so it kind of just means that if you really want it, you can you can have your se- your seat for life. Why would you want it for fucking life though? That's yeah. some weird elder so shit right there. So you can maintain your sex trafficking ring. That's and true. And you got to make sure certain people get off and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So you know, you, yeah. to protect your own lineage. You weren't put in the Supreme Court because you wanted to. You were put into it because you got you were like a, a money pusher for a drug lord and got too good at it. And as yeah. you climbed up, you knew how to get around laws. And then your boss learned that you were good about uh, finagling, yeah. uh, you know, concepts and laws and, you know, that kind of shit. And then the next thing before you know it, you're a lawyer. And then all of a sudden you... Yeah, uh, you know, he funds your schooling and education, and now it's like, all right, I'm going to murder your family unless you, you don't take the Supreme Court job. And then while you're in this job, anytime any of my boys and my higher executives get caught, you have to shimmy them out, you know, oh, out yeah. of federal law. Oh, yeah. You know? I, can, I can see that well, shit. Plus, you, you, know? could, you could be dealing could, with big fucking money. You yeah. Know, like, like billions like make of sure, dollars. Make sure there's no tariff on oil. Yeah. Or everything yeah. that shares your DNA will be fucking obliterated. Yeah. Your entire lineage. I'm going to find all your I think, cousins, I think, all your uncles. Yeah. I think they do that in North Korea. That's terrifying. I could be mistaken, but like they kill your, your father and your son and you. They take out three generations. Damn. Yeah, to really end your Eradicate shit. Eradicate your... Because, yeah, that's like... um, Especially depending on your culture, that's a, a huge thing is like... it's There's one... Like for us in America, no one really cares. Mm-hmm. But there's like definitely like cultures are like there's one's self and there's one's family and lineage. Yeah. You know? And one's family and lineage is arguably more important in many cultures than oneself. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, so that makes sense to like in some places where they just I'm gonna eradicate 
everybody. Your, yeah. your 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 family name will be erased from history. You know, Americans would be like, okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> like, fine. Well, all right, yeah, it's go like, go for it. Yeah, I guess it's too expensive here anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's we'll like I them. mean, fuck you for hurting my family, but I mean, yeah. like, I don't care if my family name doesn't go down. That's <laughs> true. You know, I, I've definitely I've had thoughts with that before, where it's like, how much do I care whether or not my bloodline keeps moving? Go, but I already have male cousins, and my sisters had a child. So like, yeah. there you go. It's I already, just, it's already been. I I've always, care. I've always been like, as long as there's one, and then my cousins had children. And I'm like, well, there you go. There's the one. There'll be a, the, you know, there'll still be a brush. Yeah. In sixty years. Yeah. Because it is weird to think like, if you were the last one, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. let's say you came from a two-person household, like one sibling. Mm-hmm. And your parents were a two-person household, right? And their parents were a two-person household, and it's kind of whittled down to where, like, right? No one's now. Been... It's you. You know, it's you. Yeah. Your other sibling's not going to have a child, and there's no any other cousins or anything that mm-hmm. exists because they were all such short, right? Like trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would feel weird. I would feel. I think I would feel the pressure then, if I was like, wow. If it's it's like. After me, when I die, because I'm the youngest, uh, there is no more of my family. And there was like this long dating back from, I'm assuming, the beginning of time, you know? Mm. But then if you think about it that way, you're probably related, you know, to somebody else shares your blood. We yeah. all, we've all got, what's his name, Genghis Khan's yeah, blood, I guess. We, but you, you could track that shit forever and... But immediate, but immediate you know, there wouldn't be any more like Zalegas in America. Right. Yeah, there, there's DNA relations, and then there's gene relations. So, yeah. Because genes uh, um, change and evolve over time. Yeah, well, know? I mean... The like DNA I, stays for I, the long term. I care more about my niece than any other family member I've ever had, you know sure. what I'm saying? Because that's direct. Mm-hmm. That's as close as the blood gets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I could feel that, and like... I don't know. I definitely... I think I would feel the pressure if somebody was yeah. just like, if you die and you don't have kids, there's no more brush. And it's like... Mm-hmm. I don't really value this family's crest that much, but that is kind of shitty for all the ones who lived before me to just be like, all right, we're done. We're, this lineage yeah, is no longer participating in Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't... Um, for some, I'm trying to think about it and think how I feel, and I just, I just don't think I would care. You yeah. know? I don't know. Just it, it might be selfish to say, but I love my family. Don't get me wrong. I love all of my family. I love yeah, all my yeah, friends, yeah. all that shit. You know? But um, uh, I just don't have value in a specific family line you mm-hmm. know i have family uh family wow uh, i just combined uh, value and family into one word yeah. um i have value in the human species you uh-huh. know like as I, I would be more like felt burdened if i was the last human on earth you know yeah because then i have I have much more the the burden of my species than I do the burden of my line, you mm-hmm. know, is kind of what I more so set myself in, you know. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I uh, I don't really care if there's no more Salegas or Calionoses or brushes or whatever. I yeah. care if that 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 the human species is still going, you know, yeah, whether okay. it evolves or not, right? Yeah. Um, uh, that's why I've always been fascinated with space travel and all that because it's the it's this. It's us as a group. I know we're getting rid of the individuality bit of it all, but uh-huh. um, from our previous conversation. But it's the group that I really am interested in the in the uh, cultivating of. 
you know yeah um so yeah when i think of like oh like do you ever want to have a family it's like yeah kids are cool and everything i I would like i like the idea of raising a child yeah but i don't like the idea of raising the child just because they bear my name you know i care because well that's my child you know well here's the thing though it's like you know like you have friends that have kids Mm -hmm. and you have friends that have kids that look like them yeah and like i think when you see a kid that looks just like their parent like dead on you see so much of them in you and that's how your parents looked at you and that's how their parents looked at them yeah sure we're kind of like like just this remake a thousand times of some original guy mm-hmm. we're all that guy's presence you know what i'm saying we're all started from one dude's nutsack <laughs> yeah, you know right. what i'm saying yes. whoever the first person in your family to have a dedicated name that was documented mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i guess that's where you officially start it yeah yeah so you know whenever the first yeah whenever the first one was recorded for us in america it was like the bulks Mm -hmm. or something like that but from from them to now you're a spinning image that's been slightly altered over and over and over again so i think that's where i find the connection to the line Mm -hmm. because it's like part of me is my dad and then part of me is my grandfather and his father and right you know what i'm saying like it's like a cool it's just it's a, it's a just this cool long string of uh remix. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that part's really interesting. Yeah. But also I, I think I would rather leave my mark on society with the contribution of art yeah. than I would with a child. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, I I would rather have something that people held on to and gained something from come out mm-hmm. whether that just be you know, a funny stand-up special that got somebody through a shitty day. Yeah. Or, like, a movie that gets played over and over again. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, something that barely ever gets watched, but maybe somebody watched it. Like, I would rather I would rather do that. Like, that's more important. Same. You know, because I feel like you affect way more people that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have one child, and then hopefully, you know, you raise them with lots of love and support. Uh, or you can affect a whole generation of them mm-hmm. and help them get through a bunch of bullshit yeah you know what i'm saying like that's why i like comedy so much because mm-hmm. like childhood wasn't great childhood wasn't horrible sure you know what i'm saying i had parents they loved me i had right. clothes i'm fat clearly i ate <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. psychologically it wasn't very great sure you know we had our issues and i remember you know i was the kind of kid that always had headphones on mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if it wasn't music it was comedy there's always something in my ears right. to keep my Churning. mind passive. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So everything else can't get in. And I remember thinking that like comedians were the coolest fucking people. I was like, you're free. You get to say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. People are paying you. You have a house. You're surviving. You're eating. You're getting to do what you want. You're yeah. traveling the world. All because of what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And then I started to True. realize like other people don't feel this way. No. And I was like, well, fuck, then that's supposed to be what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I look back and I think of those times, like, uh, me being a kid that always needed that distraction, mm-hmm. it would be cool to be the one who provides that distraction. Right. That would mean more to me than having a child. Yeah, to give back. Yeah, you know, like, because I remember, like, if I can do for a kid what George Carlin and Chris Farley and Lewis Black and fucking Eddie Murphy could do for me mm-hmm. someday... Even probably on a much smaller level of course uh 
then that's the world to me. That means way more than, you know, like a family. Sure. But a family would be cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Little versions of you. That'd be fucking dope. Yeah, you know. You get to try to, you try to give them all the answers and be like, look, bro, you're me. This is where I fucked up. And they're going to be like, I don't care. And you're like, oh, yeah. you little bastard. Yeah, it's like, you're an idiot. I have the keys. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't even These know. are the answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see that stupid shit you yeah. just did? I did that. Yeah, yeah, and all of our parents will just be like, see? You're nah, fucking nah, me, you know. stupid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, dude. Yeah, I, I get the appeal of raising something that is an image of you. And like raising uh, a person not to be like perfect per se, you know, but... To to uh, to your point, like I feel like I could definitely give them plenty of really good uh, g- advice as far as especially if they follow whatever I ended up doing entertainment yeah. or whatever you know I'd be like dude like if I swear if you do these things you will be king of the world or queen of the world or whatever yeah. the fuck you know yeah, like, yeah. uh but you know such is the conundrum of parenting you know yeah I feel like right but again that is appealing to me but. I, I just again, I just don't necessarily care about um, passing my family name down. You yeah, know? that's not why I would be having a kid. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, and a lot of the time too, I agree with you that don't get me wrong, a family would be nice. You know, um, I might end up having one for all I know, like oopsie doopsie. You know, yeah. uh, for all I, who knows, life happens. But um. At the same time, I think I am. I agree with you. I'm more interested in growing uh, my creative career first. Yeah. You know, um, and I just think that a part of that is um, I'm not like mature enough or ready enough. You know, to like I don't think it, people always say you're never going to be ready, but I'm like, yeah. I, I mean, but you can you can be somewhat ready. You know, you can. I don't, be. I don't buy that bullshit that it's like, oh, you can never be go completely ready or you can never be ready. I'm like, yes. But that by saying that you're deflecting the whole concept of actually still preparing yourself. Yeah, you know? I think like, I think it's like one of those like there. There's clearly a switch that flips. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what I've noticed mostly. Sure. Clearly, there's a chemical in your brain that switches once that kid comes around. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I think that's where the expression "you'll never be ready." Because you can never fix flip that metaphorical switch mm-hmm. without having the child. Yeah. Um, but you can certainly be better off. Sure. You can own a house already. Sure. Have a career already. Yeah, exactly. You know, be have a, like a, a have fucking a foundation for the child to you stand can, on. Yeah, you can have enough money to where that kid. You already know he can, he or she can go to college. Mm-hmm. You know, imagine, imagine like if you had a fucking like a five bedroom house. Two cars, enough for the kid to go to college, and a stable career, and then you were like, "All right, let's have a kid." Yeah. In my eyes, that's ready. Yeah, exactly. You know Me what I'm too. saying? Like, I agree. I get that you'll never be ready in the sense that you can't flip that switch, though, because like, right. I got a little taste of it holding my niece for sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where like I, you know, like you hold them for the first time, and you're like, "Oh, like, I'll murder everybody on this planet." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, that, that that primal response. Yeah, for sure. And there was like a little bit like uh, going to those soccer games that I would go to a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and you know it's all kids of different ages and stuff like that. There's something really fun about like you know all the parents being together with the fold out chairs, mm-hmm. kind of talking shit, watching little versions of themselves and mm-hmm. cheering them on, and 
you know, that all seems really fun and, yeah. and cool and shit. I even thought, like, if I'm, like, a 50-year-old, like, let's say comedy does well, never find the woman. Maybe go through a divorce or two. Uh, never actually get uh, have a child. Mm-hmm. I would maybe adopt a kid mm-hmm. and just give them a wild fucking Pauly Shore-esque ride. Yeah. yeah so, like, dude. hey, look, you're an orphan. Come with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I like you. You're going on the road with me. Let's yeah, see what. Yeah. Let's see let's how see you turn out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might turn out a little fucked up, but it's better off than you would have been in the orphanage, yeah, you and you'll, and you'll have world. and you'll have some money. Yeah. So yeah. you know, like I would give a lot of ticket to an orphan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? yeah, and it's not even just a lot of ticket in the money sense. You're you're showing them the world too. Yeah. You know, Cause especially uh, well, I think, people, I think yeah. People 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 forget with comedy um that uh, there you as you travel you get a lot of culture exposure. Yeah. You know? Well, and that's why they grow more and more prolific as they go on mm-hmm. is because they get so much more of the world. Yeah. And that's you get why a wider view and perspective. Yeah. Earlier I was talking about like, oh man, it's so hard not to just write a dirty joke. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. And then it's because those Too comics deep. that are more prolific have yeah experienced life mm-hmm. in a much different way, and they always end up having a kid when they're 40 or 50 yeah you know i kids are cool and all but yeah it just as creators right now we have um yeah, we have the opportunity to, to create right now without any limits or bars mm-hmm. and uh i don't want to waste it you know me the fuck neither i got sneeze <laughs> nice and that's the episode folks uh if you're gonna if you're thinking about having kids Try to light a Taco Bell on fire. Yeah, and uh, try to prepare before you have that Taco Bell um, court if you, case. If you can successfully light a Taco Bell on fire and your court-appointed lawyer can talk you out of it, then you fucking got it. <laughs> you fucking got it. You can Thank have you a kid. Free. You yeah, have a kid. Say, yeah. <laughs> if you can successfully sue, you know, afterwards, too. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you... You accused me of blah blah blah, and I I now have mental battered syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and you're clearly a tweak. You know, so <laughs> yeah, that's when you should have children. This is, see, this is what you did. It's like he was like that before. Uh uh-uh. uh. Where's the documents? Why is he shaking? He doesn't have any. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ah, see, can't prove it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. There it is, folks. Episode two nineteen. Yes. Fucking. We'll name it later. Thick one. Yeah, 10% off. Where there's originals. (laughs) Bitch.